0: Welcome back. We're continuing our coverage of the third annual Awards Floptacular, the night when all the podcast stars come out to shine, despite such a thing not existing. And who do I see coming down the red carpet, but Daily Show writer and Flophouse co-host, Elliot Kalin, resplendent in an English walking coat and a backpack. And here's his other host, Stuart Wellington, walking past, in a Speedo, giant belt buckle, and not much else. And here comes the third part of the co-hosting triumvirate, Dan McCoy in a tuxedo made entirely of sadness. Not sure how they manage that. And, oh my god, it's the Flophouse House Cat. House Cat, who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> all right. Well, the stars are all inside, so let's join them in the historic Dan's Apartment Theater for the third annual Awards Floptacular. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Flophouse. I'm Dan McCoy.
1: I'm Stuart Wellington.
0: And
2: here comes Elliot Kalin, coming up
0: third. Coming down the street.
2: Bronze. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to just have gotten a medal. Glad to just Uh, made it onto the podium. It's an
0: honor to be nominated.
2: Hey. Hey, there's a segue. Not everyone can
1: be a Leonardo.
2: (laughs) Da Vinci. (laughs) And segue diverted. (laughs) So um,
0: this is the annual... podcast floptacular Mm -hmm. the oscar
2: uh oscar wrap-up we've done 83 of these or this will be our 83rd
0: no we've done three of them and there's always been (laughs) a file problem before some sort of audio problem this is the most cursed episode of the flop house more than babylon ad
2: the fabled lost episode of the flop house yeah
0: well babylon ad broke the computer (laughs) 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 the computer rejected it it's like, uh, wait, another Vin Diesel science fiction uh, epic? No, thank you. It was uh, Babylon Babies, right?
1: <laughs> that, what? Wasn't that the original title? <laughs> yeah, I think,
2: that was the, I think that's what the book about it was based The book it was babies. based on was called, yeah. I think you're thinking of the movie Solar Babies. <laughs> My mistake. I think you're thinking of the Million Dollar Babies tour, Billion Dollar Babies, whatever the KISS tour was. I think you're thinking oh, of, no, of Million Dollar Duck. Right. Alice Cooper, not KISS. Million Dollar Duck, indeed. I think you're thinking of the Billion Dollar Brain, <laughs> the harry palmer movie okay harry oh. potter yes the harry potter i know a movie. lot about that <laughs> hogwarts <laughs> so guys we've
0: gotten into things that sound like other things earlier than usual we did
2: it we broke a record but uh we should talk about how the did Oscars. we do guinness man well oh, you're just you're just short of the world record well. you gotta go a little faster <laughs> last next time Wait, thanks that, guinness <laughs> man that's <laughs> just <laughs> a guy who enjoys guinness that's not actually yeah, not been from working the, on that, i huh? thought he was from the world records no. organization he was drinking a Guinness beer Yeah, with a stopwatch. <laughs> so, the Oscars. He kept dunking the stopwatch in the beer, though, so I don't know yeah. what that was about. Oscars. Well, tonight was a night for Oscars. So by which I mean last week. So we watched the movie Oscar week. starring no. – <laughs> No. So do no. so mean Stallone? starring, starring Kirk Douglas. Oh. Also, star of this year's maybe Oscar? this
0: segue will take.
2: Sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep transplanting segues, and don't until, until the podcast stops rejecting the pod. <laughs> them. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. So there was nothing we could do. Uh,
2: the Academy Awards. What a night! What a glittery, glattery night. Were, um, the I sky was dark. Glattery. I hate to be the guy. I hate to be the contrarian. Okay. But uh, it seems I don't think you do. The, I actually enjoy it. The popular consensus <laughs> seemed to be that this is the worst – this was not only the worst Oscars but the worst television thing ever when I actually enjoyed it quite a bit and I thought they did a good job. So I liked it just fine myself.
0: And I think that uh, you your your tweet uh, was to the point when you uh, had something about the people who were at the first Oscars ever declaring it to be the worst Oscars Thank ever. Thank you.
2: I believe the tweet was – and we can check the record for this later – was uh, – I don't remember what it was something like Headline. Headline from nineteen twenty nine. Uh worst Oscars ever, say attendees of first ever Oscars. Mm-hmm. Every year is called the worst ever. And yeah. this year it, it happened to be this and year.
0: Sometimes I agree and sometimes I disagree. I also liked the uh, Letterman hosted Oscars, which everyone hated. So
2: those I was I was mixed about. Yeah. But but they certainly weren't as bad as people make them out.
1: What to are me. people expecting? It's a fucking award show. They're That's boring the as hell, basically. It's
2: a three and a half hour award show. That's got a lot of fake pomposity, and it's got st- – every year they're like, it was so long. Why do I have to watch stars congratulating other stars for three hours? You don't, man. You can if- watch fucking reruns of The Sampsons <laughs> or Family Guy or whatever. Or Family Gug. <laughs> if, if ever there was a time in human history when you didn't have to watch the Oscars, it is now. Hmm. When the options for human entertainment and time spending are as limitless as they've ever been. Yeah, We are l- literally living in the era of – Un- unprecedented choice in how you look at what you watch or experience. Man. I mean,
1: if television commercials are to be be-, uh, be believed, even the people in the audience could have watched something completely different on their yeah. phone. On their, on their phone, they could have entered yeah. the cloud.
2: Or, you know what, worst case scenario, close your fucking eyes and make up a movie in your head, you know? <laughs> yeah. Remember when you were a kid and you did it all the time when you were in your family's house of worship? Just I w- do that again. I-, I was at a rest
1: stop recently, <laughs> and that's how they advertised a book on tape was a movie in the mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that our argument in favor of the Oscars was, if you don't like it, why not imagine something, jerk?
2: <laughs> well, kind of, Well, I just, people talked Didn't about Stephen
1: it. did Steven Soderbergh use that as an acceptance speech a few years <laughs> back?
2: Yeah. He, but people talked about it as if... The Oscars owes it to them to be entertaining to them. And it's good when the Oscars are entertaining because it's always good when something is entertaining and not boring. But like exactly (laughs) what what you said. So like what were they expecting from this? What did they think they were going to see? And then – and everyone – it's so funny because the minute Billy Crystal got – people were talking about, oh, when Billy Crystal got up, it was like, oh, why can't he host? And it's like, does anyone remember years ago when everyone was like enough with the Billy Crystal already? Enough with the fucking songs with all the movie titles in them? Are we going to do this for a ninth year? You know.
0: Yeah, I think Billy Crystal is doing exactly what he needs to do right now, which is to do
2: boring memoir shows on Broadway. That's the thing. When he starts talking about his history, it's like, oh, great, 700 Sundays right here on the Oscars. (laughs) But that was like – I thought there was a lot about this Oscars too that I enjoyed and the main thing was just that the people at the Oscars looked like they were enjoying being at the Oscars. There wasn't this feeling of like, oh, another slog, another one of these shows like – Anne Hathaway looked like she really enjoyed it. James Franco looked like – I don't know. but like He <laughs> rocked
1: back and forth a lot I think. But
2: like even Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law looked like they were enjoying a little bit their like bickering bit that they did. Kirk Douglas had, was obviously overjoyed to be on stage again at the age of 94. You know, Like it was just very nice to see these pe- as people enjoying themselves and especially – it was nice to me to see everyone – another thing that you got on the internet was a lot was like – Kirk Douglas is so old. Oh, why is he on television? It's like it's nice to see them showing respect for someone who is a real star, you know, in a way that nobody in the movies is today. Especially like, in this like
1: increasingly like short-sighted and like short memory. Yeah. Uh, can
2: I I can have I can have a slightly slurry and thick-voiced Kirk Douglas who is an amazing legend, someone I've personally been a fan of for a long time and an inspiration for having overcome a stroke. Or I can yeah. watch like Seth Rogan could come out and, and do his normal shtick, you know. Which well, am I, mean, I gonna wanna
0: see? And the thing like Kirk Douglas, uh Am difficult. I gonna wanna see
2: Spartacus or like fucking uh I don't know, the you know, somebody else's movies. <laughs> I can't even think <laughs> a of a CGI a kind of like or Amanda Seafried or whatever her name is, you know.
0: Um well, what's Amanda Seafried wearing? That's the. <laughs> She's
2: wearing what Kirk Douglas is wearing.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, Kirk Douglas. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, like and the thing with Kirk Douglas too. Obviously, I apologize like, for yelling so much. Difficult to uh, understand, God. but the man's uh, brain, funny. you know, has not been affected. Like he That's was. That's the
2: thing. If he if it seemed like he didn't know where he was or what he was doing, no, but he was very funny. Thing. He was very funny, and he was very like he more uh, more than most of the people there seemed to get. Like he had a perspective on the Oscars. Like he said when he was up there, like. I did this three times and I lost every time. Like he – it was nice to see someone who has been through that and is now – you know, as opposed to the people who still think this award means anything.
1: And frankly, I thought he was uh, more eloquent than James Franco was
0: most of the time.
2: That's the, the – a lot of – the I enjoyed James Franco as a co-host to somebody else. Yeah, but, but like it just been his him. Own. He
0: would been been uh, – it would have been a difficult – you, you, you
2: know, Anne <laughs> Hathaway, not hilarious –
1: but at least like – and her approach to comedy is kind of like the like high school drama girl doing comedy,
0: like very over the top.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but at least she's up for it, you know?
2: Yeah, she's got some energy. She's got some verve. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
0: liked her uh, – I liked both of them uh, in particular in the opening bit where they could uh, you know do what they do, which is act rather than trade banter. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Franco, through the rest of the show, I was enjoying him. I understood why the internet did not enjoy him. <laughs> the internet was expecting a regular host. Whereas I was enjoying James Franco going up there and being the most James Franco he could be. Except
2: when they get a regular host, they hate it. Every year, if you get a regular host, it's same old thing. And if you get a different type of host like Letterman or James Franco, it's like, (laughs) what is he doing? This isn't the Oscars. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) (laughs) said (laughs) –
0: You said about James Franco before the show started that he always seems to look like he knows like a secret, like a surprise. That's a, <laughs> he always looks that's like going to happen to he someone. He knows
2: that a pie is about to hit you in the face. <laughs> yeah. You don't know it, and he's just waiting for it to happen. Yeah. You know, he knows that he, that. You are about to be revealed as some baby's father, <laughs> and you don't know it. And he is just relishing that moment, that, that slide. That, see, see that what Elliot's doing now is Elliot's
1: you. closing his eyes and creating a movie
2: in his mind. <laughs> it's called James Franco Secret Holder.
0: <laughs> the Treasure of the Why
1: don't we
2: just call it ju- just- <laughs> well, well, The Legend
1: of Curly's Gold. <laughs> why don't we just call it The Secret. Can uh, we just call it the secret? I think
2: we might be get sued by the holder of the book title. Oh. Although you, can, you can't copyright a title, it, it,
1: but that wasn't James Franco.
2: No, James Franco wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we probably wouldn't mind starting. It was uh, movie it version. was his book based on the movie, The Secret of My Success. <laughs> okay. Oh man, I don't eat, like yeah. Which, I, it, which I, itself was based on the movie Secrets and Lies. <laughs> Very loose adaptation. <laughs>
1: So we're uh, we're gonna lose
2: a lot of listeners. Should we talk
0: about we like are gonna this, lose a lot of listeners about the, with this episode? The awards? We started off or? with a bunch of gibberish. No, and I mean now we're we are,
2: uh, we are staking a claim directly in opposition to the almighty internet. Probably anonymous is going to take us down, or Julian mm-hmm. Assange. Or, we're
0: also taking a attack very different from our usual uh, relentless negativity.
2: Yeah, that's true. Well, we're being negative about the internet. So what are we? Gonna Why say don't we sure? talk
1: about? Uh, should we talk about the actual awards? Yeah. Your- well,
2: first, I was happy that Amy Adams lost. Yep. So yep. that was that was. There's negativity. Different. There's negativity right there. Performance. I uh, I lost my office pool, so that's I'm unhappy about that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you think the King's Speech was going to win Best Picture?
2: I Is did. that why you lost? Oh no, no, that one I guessed right.
0: Did some Daily Show celebrity take the
2: office pool? Let's let's put some star power on this. podcast. Nope, it was another one of the writers. Okay. <laughs> but. uh I, that's it, the awards this year. I, I was
1: betting on Toy Story 3 losing best animated picture. and <laughs>
2: oh Wow, that was a mistake you should not, not have oh, yeah. bet, you should not have bet your future earnings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is that why you're sleeping on my couch tonight?
1: Yep. And uh, Randy Newman, that was good to get to see that guy. Oh, I finally. like seeing he, that dude. That
2: recluse. <laughs> I like seeing that dude. What, are you afraid of the spotlight, Randy? <laughs> come on, come out to the Oscars and play a song sometime. I didn't realize this was only his second dude, Oscar. Dude, that's the win. thing. Like, I thought he had won like 80 times.
1: No, and his first one was somewhat somewhat recent, right? Like it, he,
2: I think he won for You Got a Friend in Me. Or,
1: yeah, but still, like. like uh, I mean, he's been making music a, La been a long time ago.
2: Levita well, La, La Loca, is that his song? Yeah, that's, that's – like funny. that uh, that, um, that Lady Gaga song, is that his? Yes. The one about one we, I'm going to wait around to see what you're going to come up with. I'm having trouble coming up with references today. but uh, the, Oh, shit. Uh-oh. <laughs> We're screwed. Rawr! <laughs> 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 Quick, housecat. Here, let's just out of here with the house cat. <laughs> I got this one, guys. <laughs> But yeah, they, I mean the awards were not particularly controversial this year. There was – for most of them, it seemed like people Fairly knew what safe. was going to happen. I w- the big upset for me was The Lost Thing winning Best Animated Short. It's yeah. a really good short. And I, I, Night and Day, which is also really good, I thought was going to win. But it was nice to have a non-Pixar cartoon win mm-hmm. when there's a Pixar cartoon there. I was
1: – to be honest, I was a little surprised by – I mean I shouldn't have been, but I was a little – Let's say disappointed with the best picture choice and uh, and best director. I was a little surprised that they both went to The King's Speech.
2: I was direct- disappointed by best director. I knew at this point that best picture. I was kind of hoping Aronofsky
1: was going to take that. one. I
2: was hoping too. He's not going to. He, he may never until he makes a movie like The King's Speech. He's not going to get it. Or maybe when he is seventy five years old and he makes a movie that, by our standard, by the standards of forty years from now or when, however old he is, like thirty five years from now. By those standards, looks tame. Like, best director is not going to go to someone who is doing something vital or, but why, or yeah. powerful. Why do you think Tom it took, Hooper it took like,
0: uh, *Tell the Departed* for Scorsese to get a? Uh, yeah,
2: maybe his his least exper- his least adventurous movie, maybe ever.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, what do you th- What was uh, so particularly important about the directing of uh, *The King's Speech*? Do you I think? don't
2: think there was one, but I think he was going to win it because the there the two of them are so often linked those well it's not always right. like steven spielberg won best director in a year that he didn't win best picture now, but
0: i haven't seen the king's speech but I'll, let me uh I will, let I'll, me take a step back and say that a movie that has uh great acting in it which uh to all accounts the king's speech does have it does, it's a very uh, good movie a lot of that relies on the work of the director um, and and that is too often undervalued when you're talking about that's the direction true. of a movie. Like people focus on very flashy uh, visual things or formal things. But even there, I think that's why I, I, think,
1: I, I was kind of surprised that David O. Russell wouldn't have gotten it because I mean, I think the I think the that's true. He took ensemble the, performance of
0: uh, the fighter was. I more can interesting. see why David, David Russell wouldn't win it. Some interesting stuff
2: he did, except that the last 15 minutes of that movie is a slog. Yeah. He shoots a boxing match. In that the might le- just be because we least... don't care about sports. No, no, but he <laughs> but his job is to make you care about it. Yeah. Boxing is not a super popular sport anymore. He's got to make you care what happens at the end Same of the match. Same thing
1: with uh Bobsledding in the cool runnings. Cool yeah. runnings
2: <laughs> made me care about Bobsledding when I was, you know, ten or however I was <laughs> old I was. But that's the, the and thing. And the is, magic
0: of Dougie Doug.
2: If you're doing a boxing movie, We've already seen Mark Wahlberg do this strategy one or two times in the movie where he does nothing and absorbs blows for rounds and then punches the guy a couple times in the back and wins. We've seen it. So to see him do it again at the end is not interesting. So like – do that's, something to liven up the – That's the
0: surprise, Elliot.
2: <laughs> the surprise is he does the same exact <laughs> yeah. thing. You would have and figured I, they, they would have like, held, held the best for last and but I, they didn't. No. It, the anti-climax is the biggest climax of all. <laughs> but I, And I liked that movie a lot but the end of it was really boring because it was like – it just felt like watching a boxing match on TV, which I don't like doing. Like, yeah. and, and When you think about the fact that
0: – You prefer to be ringside is what you're saying?
2: I got to be there wearing a suit. And a hat the blood. with my lady yelling, in her fur coat, he just yelling, not yelling at the boxers, yelling at the ring doctor. Yeah. This is a this is a blood match. This is a slaughterhouse. Get him, Get <laughs> him out of there! He's killing him in there. Yeah. But uh, the especially when you've got a movie like Raging Bull where boxing looks amazing. Yeah, you know. no, it's true. So, are or it's even, some kind
1: of a boxing promoter, or <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: just a fan. Okay. But, but, but I was thinking, I mean, the mob some or kind of stake stake the I was thinking the other day one. that like. The boxing scene at the end of Rocky Balboa, the sixth Rocky movie, is mm-hmm. more exciting than the climax of the fighter. And the fight and Rocky Balboa yeah. is, is that not the one a where good he movie. fights
1: uh, Tommy Gun. No, it's or... where he fights Mason Dixon.
0: Oh, okay.
2: In and in, this is an exhibition match, and we've already been told. Which one does he, he n- fight
0: that robot Butler in?
2: He never fights the robot Butler. That was the <laughs> fanfic a, I wrote. That was that an, was an Oscar. Big a lot. That is a, mixed it, was a <laughs> it was called Rocky Four and a Half. It was called Rocky Four and a Half. Four point one. The Butler makes a mistake. <laughs> the Butler did it. <laughs> the Butler did it. But uh, the. Like and that's it's but anyway that's I can so I can see why David O Russell would get dinged for that yeah. and and you're right acting does the directing of acting deserves a lot but like I think well, the way I was thinking about it the other day was that the same way that on Top Chef sometimes a really interesting dish will lose to like comfort food made really well Tom Hooper made the ultimate comfort food movie and he did it very well and you know he got recognized for that and he doesn't necessarily not des- it's not like he did a shitty job and he got best director. You know you yeah, did a good job.
0: Seen, I haven't seen it, so I can't uh it's that a, was not a it was not I realized. I was saying this at the night, that I realized that was not a guild film, so I didn't get a screener, you know, uh so and I'm too lazy to go out to see movies during awards season yep. now that I get them mailed to me. Well I
2: mean I went to see it during its <laughs> release. Yeah. But uh so
0: you're you're a more uh, movie fan. Yeah, you're a movie. You're a bigger movie <laughs> fan than I am. But that's the, I don't care for the movies.
2: I was saying the King's Speech is a very well-made movie, and it's a really entertaining and good movie. Like mm. you, the minute the movie starts, you know how it's going to end. You can follow along with it because of history, not just. <laughs> I mean, partly because of history, but not You Japan. know,
1: like, aliens aren't going to show up or transmorphers or anything. Yeah, he's... Oh, I thought you were
0: going to be like, because of history. You know, like, alien versus Twitter. We all know how that went down.
2: The king isn't going to, like, step through a mirror into the mirror-verse, you know? Awesome. <laughs> but, the, but at the same time... What they, a
1: twist! He has to get in a glass battle with <laughs> <a> mirror
2: Hitler. <laughs> I don't even know what a glass battle would be. <laughs> <But> <laughs> mirror Hitler has the mustache on the other side... <laughs> Yes. No, no, no. Remember, in your boxing match, Mir Hitler is, is right-handed. <laughs> but, the like, it's a really good movie. It, to say, like, and this was – the slate of Best Picture nominees was a really good slate. Like, this was a really good year for solid Hollywood movies. I think I said this when we talked about it previously in the podcast. Like, it was a really good year for solid Hollywood movies. So to see the mm-hmm. King's Speech win, which is, like, the ultimate solid Hollywood movie, yeah, even if it's not technically – like I don't know how much of it was Hollywood made. It was I don't know if the Weinstein brothers produced it or just distributed it, but yeah. you know, directed by an Englishman, I think. The, to, and I didn't realize that Tom Hooper looks like James Cameron circa 25 years ago. Yep, he looks just like young James Cameron. And Catherine Bigelow handed him the award, and I have to imagine that she like recoiled for a second, <laughs> thinking that she'd fallen through a time window and was still married to James Cameron. It's the,
0: the ghost of Christmas Past <laughs> come to haunt her.
2: Yeah, I don't I mean like, like again that was the gypsy's curse. I,
0: <laughs> I feel bad Along feel, with dinner that yeah, just goes without saying. I feel bad that it turns out that I did not see the the one movie that would that would have made this discussion uh, simpler. But uh I can only 127 assume. hours?
2: Yes. <laughs> see, that's the one best picture nominee I didn't get to see. I mean because my wife refused to see it. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But it's I not like I was asking to go see, like, Gore Zone 8, you know?
1: If, if you were in charge, if, if it was the Elliott Academy Awards, which of the, uh, which of the ten nominees
0: would, would you have picked?
2: Uh, either Black Swan or Toy Story 3. Probably Black Swan. Black Swan yeah, was out of the ones
0: that I saw, that's what I would say, too.
2: Toy Story 3 I had the most genuine emotional reaction to yeah. and was the most entertained by. It, but Black Swan was the one where, like, when the movie ended, I felt like I had experienced a real movie. Like I felt like I had seen the tools of filmmaking it used in a way that really excited me and made like and I was engrossed by the movie. But you know, uh, what about you? What if it was the Wellingtons? Was <laughs> which is also your doo-wop band? <laughs> yeah. Um.
1: Now I I I wasn't paying that close attention, but was the Invisible Maniac nominated? <laughs> oh,
2: no, would not be eligible. I think that movie is tw- over twenty years old. <laughs> then
1: I would probably say Toy Story Three. <laughs> Um, although Black Wait, Swan, yeah, you know, Castle Freak. To be honest, uh, saying uh, the amount of praise that I give Black Swan is in many ways like pulling teeth. Like I have not liked Arnofsky's other movies. Hmm. Uh, I think they're um, uh, a little bit too much uh, form over function, and the, prefer I
2: prefer th- the solid storytelling of a Zack Snyder, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, or a Invisible Maniac style <laughs> movie, but the. Uh, but I think this Where are the was,
0: topless ladies.
1: He, I mean, I felt he really kind of reined himself in and actually. Wow,
0: Rain, That's the first time I've heard that in association with Black
2: Swan. No, but I for would, for I, agree, I think he though. totally reined. Well, I guess in.
0: I guess compared to like uh, Requiem for a Dream, but not compared to like the Wrestler necessarily.
2: Except the Wrestler, he reined himself in too much. Yeah, and that and people at the Wrestler, the Wrestler was one that I was underwhelmed by, since it's basically the same movie as the Champ. Except there's a stripper in it.
0: No, I agree. I mean, but I think that what I think I would say that the thing about the black swan is uh form and uh function like we're married so well in yeah. that movie. Like yeah. it's a it's it's, a, it's, it's, it's an uh, I mean it's ballet, so it's not operatic, but like the, the adjective is operatic. It's, it's an operatic film and it has operatic emotions and an outsized sort of
2: sense of like just but without, madness but without ever feeling like it takes place in a total fantasy world. Yeah. You know there's so much there's so much grounding of it in real New York locations and the shooting of those locations that when crazy things happen they feel Crazy. It doesn't feel like a Terry Gilliam movie where, and I like Terry Gilliam a lot. But when something crazy happens in Terry Gilliam movie, it's not surprising because he's been shooting the whole thing with kind of loopy cameras and fisheye lenses and things like that.
1: The the movie actually made me understand what people like about Italian like horror and thriller uh, like thriller cinema mm-hmm. because I finally actually could kind of understand like that 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 same sort of like. Uh, not necessarily fantasy, but like <clears throat> um, you know, it does seem to exist in a slightly skewed reality,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a heightened universe.
2: Yeah, a universe where that's, everyone
0: loves ballet. A universe
2: that's slightly taller than this one. Uh-huh. A universe that smells a little more like vanilla. I mean, there are people who love ballet. It wasn't like she was on the cover of Time Magazine and on television and things like that. <laughs> you're
0: going gonna to choose that out of all of my offhand comments <laughs> to latch on to. It's
2: just the most recent one. Okay.
1: But but going back, Toy Story 3 was
2: amazing. But Toy Story yeah. 3 is great. It's a, And it's – they they managed to take characters who have been around for over a decade and have had two other movies and make them still feel fresh and interesting and still like find a thing for the characters to do that they haven't done before that's both – Way farther over the top than something they've done before, and at the same time feels correct and feels really good and they, they you manage to make a children's movie where the heroes accept the imminent the imminent coming of their own death in a way that is not too dark in a way that feels right, you
1: know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that scary baby was scarier than and it anything was else. I super scary.
2: <laughs> that was way scarier than anything in Black Swan. Yeah. It's the first time you see that baby, it's like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, oh. I cut my fingernails off any day. I just didn't <laughs> want to see that fucking baby.
0: Speaking of which, like uh, it disposes of a villain in the most horrific way possible. Like Lotso's final, uh, final fate in that I don't movie. Is what like, happens to him? Uh, I don't. I. I don't want to spoil it.
2: Yeah, let's not spoil it for all the kids. Well, yeah. You can tell me afterwards. I don't remember what it is.
0: Uh, he, he exi- You can imagine he exists in sort of a toy purgatory for the rest of his days. Let's say that. Yep.
2: Oh, I remember what he does now. Yeah, the rape. Yeah. <laughs> the prison rape scene. No, but... Uh, was a- that not in the movie when you saw it? I did see the X version. <laughs> you may sure. have seen it earlier. early. It's like cut.
1: Uh, the theatrical release of Clue. They put different
2: <laughs> endings. <Yeah. laughs> and one of the endings was directed by Pasolini. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, it's true what you say though about like this being a good year for um
2: for solid for, movies. for
0: solid yeah. studio pictures too because yeah. also uh, True Grit like I I like my Coen Brothers movies a little more Coeny than that me too but of the non y Coen Brothers movies that might be my favorite like I saw it twice within the space mm-hmm. of a week during uh, the Christmas season because I saw it here and then like I watched it with uh, family at home and uh, I enjoyed it just as much as the second time it just really held up it was. Just fun all the way through, actually. Yeah. Until it got sad. But that was a very short part at the end.
2: (laughs) I was just amazed that during the sound editing or sound mixing reel, they give away part of the climax of the movie during the Oscars on Sunday. Do they? They show one character shooting another character in the chest, and it's two of the main characters, and it's like... Oh okay. I guess that was it was worth ruining that for the people who haven't seen the movies so that we could get an idea of what the sound mix was. Well, that was, was like. the
0: best edited sound in the whole movie. Like that was, like, a scene where it man was head was, and shoulders above the rest of the movie. That, <laughs> the I know there was a
2: scene where there was like a knife cutting off fingers and a gunshot, but that's not the and crackling fire, that's not the scene with the great sound. <laughs> huh, crackling
0: fire, that's just someone putting cellophane near the microphone. But they
2: had to mix it. <laughs> okay. True. It's all in the mix, just like those old Twix ads that were really lame. <laughs> yeah, sure. Stewart, <laughs> I was just trying to get us back so on. About, on this?
1: Um, well, those Twix ads were pretty lame. I <laughs> <Okay.
2: laughs> uh, agree. They did
1: not really exemplify the deliciousness that uh, Twix is.
2: No, they tried to, to track They so tried to j- get Twix onto the hip hop bandwagon. So this year's sure, Twix awards <laughs> were yeah. uh, a real shame. Oh, the Twixies. Yeah. Well, they're just for the best of two of something in one package. <laughs> Usually goes to light bulbs. <laughs> it's really disappointing. Years? Yeah, we're like D batteries. Not even,
0: not even compact fluorescents. Just like old time, old timey light bulbs? Old
2: timey light. Well, it's a lifetime achievement award We're okay. being packed in packages of two <laughs> for decades. Uh, wow. we're, but like they weren't. They, I think it may have bothered people that there was no nothing in this year's Academy Awards that was like crazy. The yeah. craziest thing was an old man appearing and not being dead.
1: You know. And they didn't do any – There was well, a Years okay. ago they did a... that thing where here they here got something. like five past winners standing in yes. a circle. There was
2: nothing like that that could draw everyone's hatred. So the hatred was spread out throughout the well, awards. Here's something center. crazy. Here's something I'll that bring up. That was the worst last year. The, the, I'm, and again, I was saying like I know it's the Academy Awards. We're going to hear celebrities talk about how great celebrities are. But these people were already nominated for best actress or best actor. Do I need to see every one of them given a testimonial by some other person? Yeah. Anyway, it was overkill. But they didn't do it this year. You were saying –
0: uh here's, here's something that I'll I'll single out as a crazy moment that uh Annette Bening's I'm still dress looking by. like Spider
2: Man. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but uh, like
2: Spider Man Lan- suit. Cape Blanchett's dress looking like the old superheroes where you'd rub them in the middle and their decal would show up that showed what team they were on.
0: <laughs> like uh like uh Battle, Battle beasts? beasts, yeah. Can grow into an army. Mm-hmm. Battle beasts. <laughs> no, uh the Ann Hathaway's song.
2: Oh, the Hugh Jackman one. The that Hugh, didn't make where, any sense. Yeah,
0: where she was uh, singing at Hugh Jackman. That was a low point for me. Yeah, um, that was stupid. Hassling him,
2: and she she performed it well, but there was no well, she's reason. She's a lovely to have singer. It. it doesn't make any Hugh
0: sense, Hugh Jackman,
1: though. upcoming star of the movie Robot Boxer <laughs> or whatever the fuck he is.
2: Oh, it's yeah. What's it called? Steal something. It
1: should Real be called Steel, which I think is also the name of a popular line of dildos. <laughs> well,
2: the, this is – uh, that movie is based on a short story that they made a Twilight Zone episode out of. So like that story has been around for a long time. I don't know what the title was. But. So they, it's robot like, Boxer. It's not like some hip young screenwriter yeah, came up with, Just came up really with the like idea it. of a robot boxer. Okay. Ro- ro- okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but that, I mean, like I don't even know what that, I mean, that was clearly plugging a hole in the telecast. Hello. Oh, I get it. <laughs> something was there, I assume, at some point. But they didn't need it. Yeah, they didn't it need it. The show's already too long. If yeah.
2: something falls out, just let it fall, you know? Yeah. Unless they were killing time and she was making up that song as she went along, because, like. In which
0: case, she's a brilliant musical producer, guys. Like,
2: the, the, next, the next presenter, like, hadn't arrived yet. She's the it,
0: next Wayne Brady, guys. Am I right? Come on. Yeah, everyone. Wayne Brady. Wait, who's that? That's a that's a reference. <laughs> that is a reference. <laughs> musical improv. Wayne Brady.
2: Yeah, he hasn't done that in years. <laughs> okay, let's, let's keep it rolling. <laughs>
0: Shut it down. Let's Dan. get it rolling. Shut it. Yeah,
2: thank you. Shut it down. <laughs> I'm just doing it to myself, down. Um, yeah, that was a stupid thing to have. And even like the auto-tuned movie scenes, I thought I was going to hate, but I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. Yep. And I And the musical number, I just thought was stupid.
0: Yeah,
1: it's true. Well, didn't Randy Newman do a musical number? Well, they performed the that? best
2: song nominees. I don't like that, but they're going to do it every year. Yeah. So I would rather they and do, they do that do... than whatever
0: they did last time, though, where they just uh, do like a mix them a up Yeah, I don't they know. They had a smash-up. I can't remember. It was bad. All I remember yeah, was... the
1: cast of Glee, get up there and jump around I mean, the kids. I
0: mean, if you're going to nominate something where you can literally like show the basically the entire nominated thing... You know, and and it's it's a performance of some kind. Like, go ahead and do that. Like, I don't mind having songs break up. The- Except,
2: it was better this year when they did best score. They didn't have dancers. That's true. Which, that's always been bad in the past. It was good that they didn't do it this time. That almost makes up for the fact that the theme of the know. that the theme of the night was best picture winners that aren't really that great as movies. Yeah, that they managed to They were like, let's take a let's take a look back at some of the most amazing best picture winners. Gone with the Wind. Titanic, L-O-T-R, Return of the King. Like, it was almost like they were trying so hard to be like, see, we give this award to movies you guys like. Normal people go to these movies. Yeah. It's not all Hurt hmm
0: If they were going to, yeah, if they were going to do a journey through American cinema, like, they might as well have just...
2: You birth of an Age. jettisoned the yes
0: birth of an agent <laughs> they might as well have just jettisoned the oscars for that like no one was going to notice like no one in the audience like Once the audience are the home China. Be like, these are not oscar winners they would just be like oh these are great movies
2: <laughs> it's not even an american movie the americans <laughs> no. are the bad guys in it no really
0: <laughs> but yeah you're right i think it's go through good movies of the past and remind people that they like movies well, that's, that's the... what the oscars are about anyway just reminding people that they like movies like hey you know what i like movies
2: yeah the thing that ultimately, the Oscars are an advertisement for movies. So mm. they don't need to be so – they don't need to They don't need to be tied to the brand. They don't need to waste our fucking time with – 800 minutes of Bob Hope's ghost telling us jokes from 60 years ago that we he, that we, they already play on every Oscar I'm telecast. I'm really glad
1: they managed to fit uh, a Back to the Future reference in. What I the think hell was that I about? think they're required to they're by some kind of Faustian pact. Literally a
2: year late on that. <laughs> Last year was the 25th anniversary of Back to the Future. would have made perfect sense. I think they
1: always show some
2: kind of a clip
1: from Back to the Future though in like the <laughs> visual effects
2: like real and shit. Or the Back to the Future Awards. <laughs> or the Christopher Lloyd Lifetime <laughs> I'm Achievement Award. He That reminds me. He was in Piranha 3D, yeah. and so was Mr. Jerry O'Connell, and Jerry O'Connell was robbed that he was yeah. not nominated for Best Supporting Actor this year for Piranha mm-hmm. 3D. It was really good. What were the nominations? And there were
0: some Best Supporting Bikinis in that film. Am I right, guys? Jerry O'Connell, <laughs> yeah.
2: Jeffrey Rush did not deserve that nomination as much yeah. as Jerry O'Connell did. All Jeffrey Rush had to do was kind of look bemused and say like, oh, well, perhaps we'll help you this way, you know. Yeah. In King's Speech, I will yeah, but, say that. Yeah,
1: but I, I like
2: Jeffrey Rush. I like him. I think he's really good. What was I saying? I, would, uh, I would like, like uh, I like that uh, movie
1: where uh, Paul Rubens farts in his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's that uh, Mystery Men. Yeah, that's
2: the one. Oh, I forgot Paul right, Rubens was in that, right, and I right forgot after, Jeffrey Rush was in that. Yeah, he plays
1: Casanova Frankenstein. I, I think of it
0: as a Greg Kinnear Hank Azaria <laughs>
2: <a> vehicle. <laughs>
0: Sure, a West Studi film, mainly <laughs> one of West Studi's better films. Yeah.
2: They, I, what's disappointing about Mystery Men is they bet left out the best Mystery Men character, the Strangler. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not aware of the source material.
2: No, it's from the Flaming Carrot comic books. Okay.
0: Uh, so what were we Bob talking Brown about? Uh,
1: yeah, so you got uh, you got West. Duty was nominated for best supporting actor. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Rush. Anyway, Dan, you were going to say something Julian a little while Sains. back, and I interrupted you. I, I have no idea
2: anymore. Oh, I'm sorry, lost to history. Yeah. <laughs> that thought, it's here and it's gone. Yep. I guess that's what I'm saying is thing. Oscars.
1: <laughs> ben Grimsby was nominated. I
2: think <laughs> Oscars. See you next year. Yeah. That's... I don't. Know, I thought. I. I think overall, I would call this a. I would actually say it was a good, good Oscars. Oh. To bring ratings. back our rating system.
0: Yeah, I'd go that far.
2: Keeping in mind that the Oscars can never really be any better than like a B movie. They can never be truly good. Yes. The only way they could be truly good is if they were not them, they were something else entirely. If like a, it's like if like a The like best a tasting fight. McDonald's hamburger you <laughs> like had. Some sort of Yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: If like uh, there was like a melee where the celebrities were forced to fight each other, that might have been a, an interesting Oscars. Uh, it sounds you
1: horrifying.
2: <laughs> well, maybe I'm or, actually going to
0: laser tag. I think
2: it, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah, but I'm going to probably have some heart attacks. Yeah,
1: it's I'm going to tie it to. The, I mean, the Golden Globes is here. I found very entertaining because I found Ricky Gervais making everybody uncomfortable really entertaining. Um,
2: but so, that's not the. But that's not the purpose of the Golden Globes. Like yeah, but I still enjoyed
1: it. I found it entertaining. It's the
2: same way that, like, if someone gets really drunk at a wedding and throws up everywhere, it's pretty funny. But, like, that's not what's supposed to happen at a wedding.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I would have liked somebody throwing up at these Don't. Oscars. <laughs> I guess Elliot's saying he's mad at you for throwing up at his wedding. He said it wasn't a problem.
2: I was trying to be nice. <laughs> and then you threw up more. That's I fucking giving, bullshit, I dude. I wasn't giving you a license to, conti- to throw up in the middle of the dance floor. After you did in the corner of the room.
1: You kept telling me to do shots. You made me eat a third piece of cake. I don't know why.
2: (laughs) I thought you wanted it. I was sweating.
1: I could see you. It was so hot in there. You didn't turn the air conditioning on even though I asked like five times. I
2: was hoping people would get really hot from dancing and it would turn into like a a dance club party. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I guess we have stuff to go over I was hoping you would sweat out the alcohol, but apparently that didn't work. (laughs) No. Human
0: biology. We'll talk about that later. So I do have a couple of letters here from listeners.
2: Letters. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, it looks like the flophouse house cat is the mailman today. <laughs> Thank flop you. Flop house mailcat. Speedy
0: delivery. Uh this one <laughs> it's appropriate because this letter is titled The Flop House Cat Makes Me Pee. And it's from Travis Last Name Proudly Not Withheld, Combs. And it says And
2: did they did he ask you not to yes, withhold oh, Okay. That.
0: I, I uh, to slip, make it clear, slip, I will slipped him a Mickey unless you no, say specifically. <laughs> unless you say specifically, I will withhold withhold your last name just out of a overly gentlemanly sense of privacy.
2: Yes, I assume this is the brother of Sean Puffy Combs. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: or yes. Jeffrey Combs, my favorite actor in the world. They're identical triplets. I describe myself as a comosexual, and <laughs> that I would have sex in with that, Jeffrey Combs if he called me up.
2: Wouldn't that be a comosexual? Comosexual? would sound like you want to have sex with Perry Cuomo. Uh, or he'll or, have to wait
1: till I'm done with Jeffrey Combs. Or
2: Governor Cuomo. Yeah.
1: Once again, he's at least fourth in line.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's gonna date this episode in future decades when people listen to this. They'll be like <laughs> yeah, that's Governor Cuomo. Date this yep. <laughs> the, when their robot the Teddy bear was, tells them <laughs> about the a, uh, uh Governor Cuomo was Governor of New York <laughs> not State. Not that it was about the Thanks, 20, Teddy Ruxman two thousand
0: Oscar season.
2: No. Yeah. Why is it Teddy Ruxpin two thousand? <laughs>
1: yeah, because it's two thousand years in the future. Oh <laughs>
0: It has no relation, actually, to the thing. original Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy they just—it's uh, a strange coincidence. Teddy you know, they have truck the same idea. Spin.
2: The spinning truck. Anyway, you're saying. Work on it, dear I'm floppers. Workshopping that concept.
0: It says there's not a podcast out there as consistently entertaining, hilarious, and dare I say, informative, as the Flophouse. Thanks. Every Until time, time the week. Flophouse house cat <laughs> comes out of nowhere with its patented <laughs> "ra that's that my. this terrible. I I, I pee my pants laughing. No, it's a it's a small small letters for the ra raw and then a large uh, all cast for the ra. So mm. it's like a jump scare in a horror movie. A guy walks around the corner, <laughs> cue scary music. Uh-oh, what's that noise? Better check it out.
2: <laughs>
0: and bam, pants peed. Mm-hmm. And since I listen to your podcast at work, thrown into the air <laughs> I'm on at least my fourth listen through of every one that's a lot of ruined pants. But yeah. guess what? I don't care because I love The Flop House and, by extension, The House Cat so very much.
2: Oh, that's good because we're not going to pay you for the pants. Okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, he has an actual question and his question is this. Is there a movie you used to love a lot and as you, you've grown older you realize it's a pretentious piece of shit and can't stand to watch it anymore? Mm. For me, it's got to be Bodies Rest in Motion with Phoebe Cates, Bridget Fonda, Tim Roth, and Eric Stoltz. When I was in high school and college, I thought it was the height of genius and restrained symbolism and meaning. I forced my friends to watch it all the while going, all the while going see, isn't that fucking genius? Now I know the truth. It sucks. Just wondering <laughs> what you guys' picks were for used to be greats. By the way, I enjoy it when guests are on, but the Flophouse truly shines it's the Fab Four of Dan Stewart, Elliot, and the Flophouse house cat. <laughs> yes. Those are the shows I choose. you really appreciate that when I tell them.
2: So <laughs> He just walked out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he comes and goes as he please. He really—he yeah. knows he's the star. <laughs> you, sometimes he's just walking by, carrying a plate with a cheese sandwich on it. Just mm. leans over towards the microphones and right, yowls, and then yeah. walks away. Not even at an
1: appropriate time. No. Um. <laughs> you know, to answer your question, I don't know if I'd say I felt th- it was really deep, but a movie that I used to love and then I recently bought it on DVD because it was re-released uh, is La Confidential. Mm. And mm. on That's watching fair. watching it kind of recently. Uh, it's slow, it's kind of slower, like the pacing isn't quite as good and part, like it feels cheaper than I, I remember it feeling mm. like, um, maybe it was because in between I had read, I had read the book, but, um, yeah, just, it, it feels, it feels like the world is less believable than I originally thought. Like it, it looks like everything's made out of like paper now, you know, like the set seems strange. Like it just doesn't work for me anymore. Mm.
0: I think uh, this is not a movie that I uh, love by any means, but it's a movie that I liked when I was a teenager and uh, was much more susceptible to to angst. Like, and I think this is in the spirit of Body's Rest in Motion. Like, at the time, I remember enjoying uh, Pump Up the Volume, and now, like, that is the biggest like pile of horseshit ever to be like stuffed down like a, like a like a a grumpy teenager's throat. Like, that is. <laughs> Just a bunch of nonsense, that movie. I mean, it's no Cuffs. <laughs> it is no Cuffs. Cuffs is a delightful Beverly Hills Cop ripoff.
2: I mean, I, this is hard for me to say. But I want to
1: talk about Cuffs in more detail later, <laughs> by the way.
2: This is hard for me to say, but I guess I'd have to say the Jerky Boys movie? Yeah, is, sure. No, I, I, <laughs> that's a good, it's a good question. I'm going to have to think about more. A movie that I watched recently and I still liked a lot, but I didn't love it as much, was The Dark Crystal. Which as a,
0: wow, I can't believe that you still like it as at a, all. Well,
2: as a kid, I adored it, and as, watching it again as an adult, like I really like a lot of the monsters in it, and I like a bunch of the scenes in it, but it just doesn't hold together the same way that it once did. And I have always hated the main characters, so that didn't help. That it was They're creepy looking.
0: I think I've been on on record as saying like that they look like the drawings of pedophiles or something. Yeah. Like this it's very strange. Look to them. And
2: as, as much so as,
1: I guess I'll be changing my Halloween costume. <laughs> Thanks, Dan.
2: And as much as I hate to say it, I mentioned Terry Gilliam earlier. I think if I watched Brazil Now, I haven't seen it in, in, since college. And I first saw it in high school and I watched it a lot since yeah. then. And I think I would not – Love it. I don't think I would be as amazed by it as I was when I, I first saw it.
0: I think that Brazil holds up. I think that the Fisher King doesn't hold up that well. Well, the I ending of Brazil,
1: yeah, I mean, it's kind of ripping off Repo Men.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Zing! Yeah. And also, and I'd say Take
2: that, Repo Man. a movie I just don't like as much anymore is uh, Doctor Strange Love. Oh. Which when I was younger, I liked a lot. And now I find it, all right, you know, it's okay.
0: I haven't seen that in years. When I first saw it, that was my, one of my favorite movies ever.
2: Yeah, I uh, used to love it, but... You
1: know, and the bikini, great bikini off-road adventure, <laughs> uh, actually has gotten better over the over time. Uh, makes that's its strange.
2: reappearance. I yeah. thought you were going to
0: say, since the advent of the internet, uh, it seems like there's a lot less nudity in that film than I originally thought.
1: Yeah, but that's part of the joy is teasing yeah. out those little bits of nudity.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I find that there are more movies that I didn't like, and I watch them again, and I like them more than vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. or movies that I come to appreciate more, like. When I was a kid, I didn't like the movie Meet Me in St. Louis at all. But when I watch it now, I really love it. Like it's a really good movie and a really good musical.
0: I actually find that my thing was uh, when I was uh, younger, I had a lot more time to um, watch uh, classic films. Just like just time on Hmm. my hands to watch. classic. And also I was more open to watching more challenging movies because – Like Straight Talk? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> like Straight talk, starring Dolly Parton Like another steakhouse? James would. Uh No, no, but, but, but I would also watch more challenging movies when I was younger because I didn't have the pressures of living an adult life And so I can enjoy that And now I find myself actually turning into a stupider person uh, slowly when it mm. comes to my movie consumption where I really will on occasion be one of those guys like I don't want to watch the movie that I know is actually good.
1: Let's go see Drive Angry in 3D.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but uh that's my shameful uh confession. Very shameful. See, I used to watch a lot more monster movies when I was younger. So like We're trading places. I I yeah, I saw Terror of Mekka a any Blaises? number of times. No. <laughs>
0: um and so the second uh the second uh, email has no um What? It's not signed. It says... No text. It says, Hey, dear. I am for a decent man. As for me, I am a young Russian girl. Do you like Russian women? They are not just beautiful and smart, but very tolerant, too. I love the Flophouse house house cat. (laughs) Russian women value family and try to be with their husbands as much as possible. It's time to get to know each other. See you on marriage agency. Cheerio.
2: This seems to me like not (laughs) not a real email. No, But rather... An advertisement.
0: That would have worked better if I hadn't uh, broken up in laughter several, several <laughs> times
2: and my own stupid joke while reading Wait, it.
1: Wait, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> I thought some Russian woman this, uh, was writing Stuart this. Stuart
2: is currently applying some sort of salve to his knuckles in preparation for, I assume, punching Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to go a lot smoother. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, my skin is going to crack a lot less. See, yeah, th- but the trick
1: that Dan's going to employ is I'm going to punch him a bunch, and then he's going
2: to wait till the very end and then
1: punch me in the back. And oh, you're going to go down. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to be very boring up until that
2: <laughs> it's point. It's going to go for 15 minutes, and you're just going to hear commentators going, how can he take this punishment? They should stop the fight. Well, and you're
1: going to do some crack?
2: Now that that uh, <laughs> shameful chapter. And jump out a window onto a pile of garbage. It's over.
0: I want to say. Um, now that our long national email nightmare is over. Uh, I want to take a moment to say that uh, I've put a donation button up on the uh, website because I do I do spend some money uh, producing this podcast. It's <clears> surprising, <throat> I know, but uh, there are bandwidth costs. There's movie rental costs, and, and Stuart and I do not kick anything. Other out. things. Um, so uh, we, we steal
1: from Dan.
2: <laughs> Actually, whenever we're here, we take something from his apartment. Yeah, so from his little uh, change, change dish. <laughs> <laughs> if you're in a
0: place. <laughs> Uh, in your life where you can toss some money towards a stupid podcast. Uh, I'm not – I don't want people who are having – or struggling in this economy. At a
2: time like this when the economy is booming. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want that, anyone
0: who's struggling to be giving uh, us any money because yeah. really um, that it, would be stupid. If it's a
2: choice between the flop house and your next meal. However. Go but, with, but if you
1: the say food. you won a bunch of bucks on your Oscar poll. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They'd say, send. Say it you're in. an eccentric millionaire. Okay,
1: uh, like a like a Scrooge McDuck, maybe, or
0: better yet, <laughs> uh, well, not better yet. But if 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 anyone listening knows an eccentric millionaire who loves bad movies, yep, there introduce probably I think a bunch. them to the podcast. Roger Corman, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry <laughs> Bruckheimer. You just
2: describe Roger Corman and Jerry Bruckheimer and, yeah, and uh, the late Don Simpson.
0: And through the handy donate button at www dot dot com, they can uh, they can toss some of their eccentric millions our way.
2: Uh, and we mean like, because they're eccentric, not like a million no go- I want the go- exce- googles I will, I- or something, <laughs> you know, a million crazy bucks,
0: <laughs> space bucks,
2: yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I can take some space bucks. Okay, they'll be a- helpful in the future. What I would love to see a really serious science fiction movie where they just call all the money space bucks. <laughs> I do. I do want to take <laughs> everything's a- just. It's a really well-made, really philosophical science fiction movie, but it's always like, take a seat in that space chair. <laughs> Are you ready for space
0: lunch? <laughs> I do want to take a moment to say, though, uh, <laughs> hey, space friends, thank you to uh, two people who did donate. I don't want this to turn into uh, uh, film spotting where it seems like half of the uh, podcast is them listing the names of people who donated. We're train spotting where we're all heroin addicts. But um, That'd
2: be even worse.
0: But I want to say thank you. Then we'd you. need more
2: money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you to Dean C. and Lou S. For tossing some money, thank you very
1: much. Thank you,
2: folks. You're the best.
1: Um, Speaking of delicious donations, um, delicious did, donations, yeah, delicious. What do you guys think of the chicken uh, we had for Oscar night? It was pretty good, right? It
2: was delicious. So, are you going to try and get donations? And that was not or? just
1: chicken from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. <laughs> so, if
2: you're listening, not just chicken in Bensonhurst, mail us some chicken over the email. It was delicious. So uh,
0: <laughs> normally now we would do some recommendations, but uh, I had an off-topic story I wanted to tell. I think I did. Well, one of I'm you, sold. Did one, of you, did one of you have an off-topic story? <laughs> like of to top? hear more?
2: I feel like one of you also had something that you well, wanted Stuart, to do. You missed. wanted to talk about coming track previous, but we kind of talked about that uh, before yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I
1: think I've I think I burned myself. Basically, out of came that. down to complaining about
2: Sucker Punch.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so I want to tell a story. Not, I will not sucker that punch. I want to tell you guys <laughs> a story about the internet. Okay. So, uh, you discovered internet pornography again? Again. <laughs> I, I have that
1: memento disease. Yeah, yeah he had the uh, men in black They call it memento's
2: disease. <laughs> the same disease that memento had. <laughs> I've, tattooed, I've tattooed on
0: my body, porn, try the internet. <laughs> and I'm excited every time I see it. Now, I, uh, this is, uh, so I, I, was talking, I was chatting with my brother on uh, Gmail chat. And uh the subject of Inspector Gadget came up because sure. my brother <laughs> this is off topic. is as <laughs> obsessed with childish things as I am, and he's older than I am, but uh he was talking about how you know he so you figure as long as he's doing it, it's okay for you to yeah yeah, as long as the, as long as we maintain the same re- relationship between our ages as, it's fine as, hey
2: one of you better not go into space yeah uh but uh <laughs> bring back a bunch of space books. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, you should do yeah, that. Yeah, and Astro right, Shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my brother brought up uh, how much he always, had always liked the, the score to Inspector Gadget. And that, you know, I had waves of nostalgia come over me. I go to YouTube. I look at some Inspector Gadget-related uh, videos on YouTube. Foreign. And I scroll down to the comments section. And one comment on you, on one of the Inspector Gadget-related videos catches my eye. And it simply says... What if Penny met a dinosaur? <laughs> and there was – in all like small letters, there was something sort of plaintive about it that caught my eye. Like I found this particularly beguiling. Someone Is there
1: anybody listening to me here? <laughs> <laughs> what if
0: What, if, to so... verse, <laughs> what if Penny – Metadinosaur. My message in a bottle. <laughs> a question that will <laughs> never
2: be answered
0: by canonical Inspector Gadget.
2: Certainly not by Deke, the animation studio that did Inspector Gadget. So I post about this actually on Facebook, <laughs> oh, and, and <laughs> <laughs>
0: I post about the "What if Penny Metadinosaur" uh, comment on Facebook, and this 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 uh, a firestorm of Inspector Gadget commentary erupts. But uh, my friend Kelly says, you know, like that she thinks that if you plugged. The phrase what if penny metadinosaur into uh the internet then you would reach the end of the internet and i and so i actually google this you know i google what if penny met a dinosaur. Your job
2: really <laughs> absorbs you <Yeah. laughs> you get full satisfaction from it and i
1: find uh i find well, there's a, a point when a job becomes a career elliot <laughs> <laughs> it's called the terminus s if you will
0: so uh, following this this train you know it's like all the president's men i'm following the money but i'm following you're following if...
2: the you're following the penny yeah i follow yeah, the, the money train
0: so <laughs> i click on another link that google coughs up for me and-, and it is uh it appears to be some sort of bondage inflected uh illustration of an older penny um you know i uh, what what's the what's the rule uh if it exists there's pornography relating to it uh, it's like Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, I think, I think it's came the. Up with that. No, this is like this is like an internet meme. Oh. Like if it exists, there's pornography. Like so, but there's this bondage themed photo, and I scroll down, like wondering like a why a photo or a... <laughs> yeah, not photo. Sorry, <laughs> it's an illustration. It's a it's a cartoon that so someone
2: drawing style like Ashcan School or what you know. Sure, I don't know. It's an older penny tied up, <laughs> Great
0: tone, But I trail. scroll down to Color? the comment section of this
2: <laughs> because, of course, this has comments, as and well. in the
0: comments. Someone who says, What if Penny met a
2: dinosaur? <laughs> so, what you thought was a kind of adorable, plaintive cry no. turns out was a request for bondage themed bestiality Possibly. penny porn.
0: So, I go, I go back to the Google search. I click on the next one down. Same site, uh, a less disturbing picture illustration of Penny. Oh, but I scroll goodness. down.
2: She's doing better.
0: I scroll down, and uh, again, What if Penny met a dinosaur? <laughs> So now I'm intrigued by this guy. I click on this guy's you are user. You're bordering dangerously close
2: to an obsession that will lead you into a web of deceit <laughs> and seduction. It's going to lead me to fear.com. Yeah. No, I, no cl- I
0: like the seduction angle. <laughs> so I click on this guy's username and I find like this. Uh, I, I, right. Love Games <laughs> starring Dan. I, I click on this guy's username and I get this message that says. This user has been permanently banned from this site. (laughs) Wow. For, I assume, asking too much about Penny and this fucking
2: dinosaur. Yeah. You asked the wrong questions. (laughs) You made some
0: powerful enemies on the (laughs) Penny
1: bondage site. He followed the money trail. Yeah. (laughs) So, guys,
2: I... I, (laughs) To me, what you're saying is don't go chasing waterfalls. (laughs) (laughs) What
0: I loved about this whole experience, though, was, like, peeling back the layers of the onion. There was always
2: something there's always something new to discover.
1: So yes. so are you plugging being a fucking kid detective? Like <laughs> what? Was.
2: And let's look at what you discovered. You discovered that there's an Inspector Gadget themed bondage porn site and that someone has irritated the moderator of this site.
1: Fucking congratulations, dude. You cracked it. Yeah. Your regular, Super salute McCoy over here. Regular Encyclopedia Brown.
2: <laughs>
1: you, Billy you, get the, boy. you get the fucking key to the city key to the internet
2: oh it's too bad your dad the police chief can't tell anyone about his genius detective son
1: (laughs) oh man
0: you guys just don't understand the
2: beauty of what i've discovered because you
1: know when you start turning over rocks you're gonna find some uh find some
2: snails Yep, that's for sure it was a fitting story for this bad movie podcast (laughs) but guys seriously i guess what i'm asking is i guess
0: ultimately though what i'm asking is What if Penny met a dinosaur? (laughs) Because that
2: commenter was me. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know what would happen. (laughs) What if Penny, I don't know. She'd probably get eaten by the dinosaur.
0: (laughs) Depends on the kind of dinosaur. Yeah, well,
1: brontosaurus probably wouldn't eat her.
0: Yeah, yeah, it would eat uh, veg-
2: vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, vegetables. Unless like,
1: unless she and fucking Brain were dressed up as like a tree or something. Yeah. Which
2: who knows? One of Inspector Gadget's employees might have gotten made that happen. Yeah. Brain always had to hide in costumes because yeah. the a Spectre- sight of a, sight of a dog would uh, would destroy him.
0: <laughs> and Then Inspector Gadget would say, "It's a mad agent," and then 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 wacky hijinks would ensue, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, and
2: Don Adams would deposit the check <laughs> yep. at his bank account. And then go on to do some Wendy's commercials. see.
0: <laughs> anyway. So that's my story.
2: Whew, well, it's not really your story.
0: <laughs>
1: that was like... It's, it's part of like humanity's grander
2: well, story. my story when I write a screenplay about it. <laughs> that was like an H.P. Lovecraft story where someone's reading through like journal entries left behind, except instead of a monster, it was the dumbest question ever asked. <laughs>
0: okay, so... <laughs> We've mm-hmm. wasted so much time on this that, uh, I mean, like, if we're going to do... Uh, I mean, wasted.
2: <laughs> That's
0: a harsh way to put it. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, I don't know whether we should even do recommendations. Let's or... save them for next time. No, no, let's save them. Uh, I do want to do, do a plug, though, before we leave. Sure. If you
1: fucking plug this <laughs> Bondage Penny website, I'll fucking kill you.
0: It's deviant art. No, uh, <laughs> the plug is for... Um, <clears throat> I just did a guest spot on another podcast that will be released uh this Friday so shortly it drops before this Friday. Yeah, it drops this Friday shortly before uh this podcast actually gets put out. So um
2: it so will by be the time you hear this it'll be there.
0: Yeah, it'll be available for you. It's called Read It and Weep. It's this podcast that is a uh actually a bad book podcast. <laughs> it's a
2: comments podcast.
0: <laughs> and uh for this for this bad book podcast, I had to suffer through the audiobook of uh city of bones mortal instruments and it's actually not finished i i suffer through the first half because it's a long enough book that this podcast is going to be split into two i'm going to be recording two separate episodes but the first city of bones mortal instruments uh podcast has me as a guest so i will put a link to read it and weep on our website uh flophousepodcast.com how
2: convenient thank you yeah
0: Guys, do you have anything you want to plug? This will this – uh, I know you're showing Destry Rides again, but this is going to go after Yeah, I'm doing it tomorrow. Uh,
2: I will just plug my movie series, Closely Watched Films, for anyone in New York. First Wednesday of every month at 92i Tribeca, 200 Hudson, St- Hudson Street, Manhattan. Uh, it'll be too late to have seen Destry Rides again by the time this airs, but in on April 6th, I will be showing the Fritz Lang spy thriller – Ministry of Fear with Ray Milland, where Ray Milland is released from an insane asylum, wins a cake at a county fair, and then is chased by Nazis who want that cake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really fun movie, and uh, I'm trying to get a special guest for it, but I don't have him yet, so I don't want to say who it is. Okay. But that will be the first Wednesday in April.
1: Uh, <clears throat> and I want to briefly promote uh, March 19th, uh, there will be a delightful Purim party here in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Yeah, whenever Purim Sh- is. At Charlene's Bar on Flatbush Avenue. I totally recommend going because I'll be there and maybe I'll drag these two guys along.
0: Sounds like a delight. Full way to spend yep.
1: your uh, Dan can uh, dress up like uh, Haman and we can throw
2: things at him. Yeah, this is a, hol- a Jewish holiday. Dan is just learning of now. <laughs> well, I've, I've I've heard it spoken of. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Elliot will I'll be dressed just, up I'll as tell Esther. You the story of Esther and ha- and Haman. Oh, I think Elliot might be
1: helping uh, helping us judge do the costume
2: contest yes. judging. If I'm not, I'm I may be returning from Paris that day. But if I'm not, Ooh. then I will be judging helping judge the costume contest. And I hope I am. Judging the cost of the contest.
0: Okay, now what do we do? Well, now we sign off. Uh for the Flop House. <laughs> I'm Dan McCoy.
1: I'm Stuart Wellington. I'm
0: Ellie Kalen. Guys. No,
1: that was that was a sad ending. What's going on?
2: <laughs> I was trying to go for paid... I'm I want to get a best actor okay. Honestly, okay, for if, the pod, potties. What if Penny Meta <laughs>
1: Well, here we go again.
2: <laughs> What if he feels like he needs to hip or
0: hop? I would give you the opposite of the normal advice, which is don't stop. I would say stop immediately. What yeah. if he has
2: to pop or lock? Which should he
0: do? Uh, he should lock. You're being uncharacteristically quiet, Stuart.
1: I'm trying to remember all my M&M raps. <laughs> you mean raps about M&Ms? Yeah, where those two M&Ms rap about that one green M&M they want to fuck. <laughs>